the end of term, which is very ready. playing that as like a little neat dig at me for when we do our live exercise uh, <laughs> Facebook routine. Well, that is Lizzie. coming up with Lizzie Williamson. Yes. Hello and welcome to The Hot Flush, the world's premier podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined by your host, Mrs. Woog. And Mrs. Berry. Otherwise known as... Oh, I don't know, Kim? <laughs> Mum? Yeah. Mum! You? Mum! Mum! Why do I have to do it? <laughs> No, <laughs> I don't want that. Don't you reckon that? Tickle my back. Tickle my back. No, that little inclination at the end of every sentence that I'm going through right mm. now with my children. Mm. How's that working for you? Yeah, it's on the list. On the list. It's on the list. Mm. So we're going to jump straight in today, Kim. Let's, we're going to, let's, let's hit the road. We're going Come to on. talk about what's on the drop, list. Drop. And welcome. We really appreciate you having here. I know there's a few of you wanting us to get this up this afternoon because you've got driving, but that's not going to happen. No, not going to happen. Because we're off to an exciting event. <laughs> we're going to an event. Oh, are you going to say it? No, you can. <laughs> So a friend of ours who has been blogging for as long as we were and is now an esteemed columnist with uh, Fairfax and oh, she's also everywhere. She's, she's everywhere she's and everywhere. she's been on telly. She goes to the opening of an envelope, she oh, goes. opening of an envelope. Anyway, she's trying to get laid and she's written a book about it. I know, Kerry Sackville. Kerry Sackville. Maybe I should have a chat with her tonight. Yeah, I think you should. And uh, we probably will do a little live tonight for our friends with Kerry. We're off to oh, the, um, good idea. the launch of her new book. You're always across which, that sort of stuff. Which is because I'm an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur? I'm a poor entrepreneur. <laughs> so we were going to have to make this short and sweet this afternoon. Hopefully you're listening it tomorrow. I'm sorry to all those people who wanted to get it out this afternoon, but it ain't going to happen. No, sometimes it's not all about you. <laughs> no, it really is. No, we actually, really, really need you. It actually is, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> I've been listening to podcasts, as you know, to do some market research. Yes. And all I can say... And I have reached out to Mia Friedman and I have said to her, Mia, you all talk far too quickly. Oh, do they? Oh, and they just that and they have millennial talks. They've got youngins in there and it's very hard for me to keep up. Oh, I, I, mm. but she's I doing a great job and she still hasn't signed us to her podcast network. What's that all about? That's the biggest podcast network in the world for women. Us? No. We say we're the best podcast in the world, but she actually runs the biggest podcast network in the world for women. God, yeah, the quantity is awesome. <laughs> oh, we're going to get into trouble. <laughs> On my list this week, nasty people. Now, I was um, I was in an Uber the other day. We got to an uh, intersection near my house. And my Uber driver was a total sweetheart, and he almost took out someone driving a Volvo four-wheel drive oh, with a convertible in the back. And he was like, oh! and then the woman said, that's okay, that's fine, and waved. And my Uber driver said, wasn't she a nice lady? Could you imagine how much crap they must go on oh, the road full-time? Yeah. I actually I actually ponder that fairly regularly, like the, the general high cortisol levels in like a taxi driver or a courier or any, you know, those courier and delivery trucks that work in this city, like in the CBD. Like, are they must 
be on some sort of like total chill out medication or I don't know what they're on, but I want some. Because all they seem to live on is Red Bull and meat pies. <laughs> I could get on board with that. <laughs> um, but nasty people, you're on my list. My vegetarian husband is on my list. Oh, what has Mr. Wu done? Well, he's cooking a lot. Yes. Of shit that no one else wants to eat. Oh, and is he making enough of it for about six people? So then it yes. Up your so at the moment we've got a massive pot of it's called. Okay, you're gonna laugh at this one. This recipe <laughs> is called. This is better than potato salad. And let me guess, there's no potatoes in it. There's no potatoes in it. It's like, what's that part? Minestrone. It's minestrone, yeah. and he makes it so chilly that I can't even eat it. Oh. But if it's minestrone, does he put the pasta in it? No. no. See, so that's not minestrone. It's not even potato salad. It's a vegetable soup. Oh, anyway. I saw that <laughs> yes, on his... this is not potato salad. This is a vegetable soup. He printed it out the other day and I said, dude, you are being sold down the river. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's looking very good, I must say. He has. He's very lean at the moment. At the moment. Yeah. And the last thing on my list before yeah. I hand it over to you mm. is um, I've got a huge cold sore on my lip. It's actually not that bad. Well, it was during the week. Okay. Um, I have been managing it well. Yeah. And for those who suffer from cold sores, I'm going to give a little shout out to a company who I will contact after this. Just ask them to come on board as yes. a sponsor. Compede cold sore patches. Yes. Are a little plastic patch you put on them and yep. it takes away the pain. Healing time is half as much. That is not sponsored. I just wanted to give a shout out. And uh, I was, yes, I was expecting some sort of, you know, growth taking up one whole side of your face but it's really not at all it's just it like was it was quite large right that's why i um, couldn't take my hand off is, my and is there some tablet that you take like okay. i've heard there's a there's an actual oral tablet that you can take the very first tingle you get you take this one dose tablet and that can i'm always up. the last to know and that can, oh do you want to know the name of it no no not really now i'll tell you and i'll i'll text it to you oh thank you um what's on your list Today I had to take Oscar to get some x-rays on his feet and they do this new thing. It's called, I think it's called an EOS or an EOV or something. And basically it gives a very high quality um, like x-ray or image of your body, but with a lot less radiation. And so he had that and I swear it, it looked like a TARDIS. It was so cool. Anyway, that's not why, that's, that's not on my list. I was going to say, that sounds like a good thing. The thing that's on my list is when we were parking, and it's at, you know, it's in um, near St. Leonard's, which is near one of Sydney's biggest teaching hospitals, so parking is at a premium, and down a side street, and there's actually lines, white lines on the road to say, you know, don't park like an idiot, like the majority of people seem to do. I feel like they should employ a sandwich board man to walk around up and down that street yeah. saying don't park like an idiot. Yeah. What? Seriously? Work for the doll scheme right there. Anyway, I'd get behind that. I'd probably do that before I'd go and, like, weed along the roadsides, like on Wakehurst Parkway. I'd go yeah. and do that because pick I could up, yell at people. Pick up Coke cans beside the M7. Yeah. I can wear, I'd wear a sandwich board and yell at idiots. That'd okay. be so much more fun. Let's get back to her. Anyway, this old biddy does, like, a 15-point turn in her very current, quite sporty European car. And I, she was she was well over 70, not but, that we are ageist at all. No, not very much. And she just parked between two spots. So I parked and I got out. She's <gasps> getting out. You didn't. I did. Oh no. I said, "Oh, you've just you've just parked between two spots." And she goes, "Oh, I thought that was a spare one." And I said, "Yeah, that's a spare one for someone else to park in. That's what the lines are for. So you just park in the lines." Road rager. It was not road rage. I was very friendly. I had a nice voice. Tell me your nice voice. That was it. So, 
Tell me what you said. I to said, her. "Oh, you've just parked between. You've just parked across two spots." She goes, "Oh, I thought that was a spare spot." And I went, "Yeah, that's a spare spot, but that's for another car. Like that's actually two spots." She goes, "Oh, I'll move it then." I went, "Yeah," and walked off. That's not a very nice voice. That's a lovely voice. No, just because you turn it up an octave at the end, it does not mean. <laughs> it's nice oh come on! As if she was going to be scared by the lesbian-looking woman with the mongy kid. Like, come on. <laughs> Um, the other thing that I'm really annoyed about, and it's in the same vein as your husband eating a not this is, you won't believe it's not potato salad when it's vegetable soup, is is cauliflower rice and uh, zucchini spirals instead of pasta. Okay, well cauliflower rice is rice cut up very small. Yeah, you blitz it in the food yeah. processor. And zucchini pasta is um, pasta that's gone through a spiralizer. Yeah, it's so it's zucchini. It's false advertising. Yeah, it's not pasta. It's zucchini. I know. Have you and they're like, just have that instead of pasta. Fuck off! <laughs> I want to eat zucchini spar. Like, just oh, call how good it is what pasta. it is. Pasta is just so... Just call it what it is. I like, don't, don't try and There's tell me There's enough going on in the world. It's like tofu bacon. It's not bacon. It's tofu. Or bacon. <sighs> or turkey bacon. And this is, uh, this is another thing I really don't understand, is why vegetarians are wanting to eat things that are like meat. Just like... To- just eat the meat. But if you're having... a vegetarian, why are you eating fake bacon? Like you chose, you chose not to, or you have a medical reason why you can't. So why make a fake version of it? Like why not just call it smoky tofu? Or you know, it's yeah. very, it irritates me a yeah, lot. Yeah, I can tell you're quite worked up about it. <laughs> your neck's getting quite blotchy. Well, uh, next to the big pimple. Yes, I was going to say, what's on your neck right yeah, now? It's, it's like pimple. where your Adam's apple should have once been. No, I know. Well, you know. So yeah, That's all right. I've, got, I've got like um, a map of Tassie on my lid. So well, I'm, okay. I'm just what I'm just grateful for today is the folds of fat on my neck that mean that when I do just look at you straight away, my chin and the folds of fat sort of cover it a little bit. If it was thinner, then we are so sexy. <laughs> okay, let's have a look so at some of our reader sexy. questions now. Uh, Lisa McQueen would like to know where can I move so I can escape the heat? And I meant to do some research on this today on like what would be the because. Uh, for Mr. Mm. Woog, 22 is his optimum temperature. That's me, yeah. 22. Yeah. So maybe we... Tolerable to 25, anything below 22, fine, but 22 is a sweet spot. It was 34 here yesterday. Yes, I know. Oh, I'm well aware. Actually, that's the other thing that's on my list, sweating. I'm so sick of sweating. All I do is sweat. Do you know what Rob calls me? What? He's salt lick. <laughs> It's adorable and he sort of likes it and he'll just you know randomly lick my forehead or wherever it is that I am profusely sweating from but it's just you know I was watching and we're going to talk about this a bit further on we were watching the Commonwealth Games this morning and these guys had just finished running 800 meters and they're interviewing some one of the Australian competitors and there is more sweat pouring out of that man than humanly possible like liters are falling out of his head and I thought that's what I look like that's me every day that level of sweat is pouring off my head. Okay, I've got... It's some... on the... My God, I'm uh, a little ranty, aren't I? Uh, take a deep breath. I haven't, I haven't actually been this ranty for a while. Take a deep breath. Okay, so I've got um, an option for you and Mr. Woog to yeah. move to a country whose average temperature is 21.55. How does that yeah. work for you? Uh, yeah. Okay, you guys are off to Bolivia! Bolivia? Yes, average temperature is 21.55. 
Really? I don't know what the job prospects are like in Bolivia. <laughs> but, you know, that's you probably don't actually need a job in Bolivia. You could probably just live somewhere and eat tropical fruit. But that's why I don't understand why the temperature's so low. That's where it is. That's where it is. Let's go back to some more reader questions because they are fun. Yeah. So there you go, Lisa. Um, and, like, obviously most of us go, I'm moving to Tasmania. Um, but Tasmania gets hot too. Mm. Hate to break it too well. Oh my god, weather was a big theme this week on the Facebook page, which <laughs> yes. is the Hot Flash Facebook page, which you must have a lot of new members. We this do have week. a lot of new members. Thank like you. Evan and signed welcome. some up only about an hour ago. So um, welcome new people. So Liz and, wants to know we need a commune somewhere we're cool to escape the weather. We've got that in Botswana. Yeah. Botswana. No, Bolivia. Bolivia. Oh uh, your memory's worse than mine. No, Louise. Just go add my trip away saga. I had my lip and chin waxed because the waxing lady said I sh- should and I gave in to sh- shaming peer pressure. <laughs> and now I have a pimply rash all over my face and neck. Yeah, that's not savoury. Um, that's quite unfortunate. And Liz was the one who wanted this podcast to be out by four. So sorry, oh, I'm sorry, Liz. You're not kicking the goals today. And with that wax, I wouldn't go back to that waxer because you shouldn't be breaking out. There's obviously some reaction that you've got to that wax. Um, And cheaper is not always better when it comes to pouring wax on your face. No. And also, I have questions about a waxer who sort of shames you into it. Yeah. I think that that call should be yours, not your waxer's. Yes. And your waxer can be quite diplomatic about that. Yeah. To say... Um, at some stage, you know, if that's starting to bother you, we can get rid of it. Yes. I should be a freaking politician. You really should. Heidi, today will definitely be a crueller afternoon. I've just found a 15-year-old school dress hidden under a corner of the house. <gasps> She's had some problems that mean not knowing where she can be where she can be a safety risk. Ring, been ringing school and child. She's at school, decided she didn't like the dress. So she's worn a sports uniform. I'm not impressed. Holy shit. Is it? That's yeah. what I'd like to know. And, but she still went to school, but she, she got just, changed. She got around the side of the house, whacked her school dress under the... Nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. Surprises Surprises me, me about no. teenage behaviour. No. Um, oh, and I'm just going to say this now. Hopefully next issue, next episode, um, we're going to do a little bit of a theme about teenagers yes. and living with teenagers and... and and helping teens be the best they can be. And self-medicating and as a parent. How to how to survive it as a parent. So just bear that in mind and start feeding in your questions or stories that you'd like to share on our next episode because we're going to do it's a going to be a teen special. We're going to do a teen special. We can't do it today because I just don't have the strength in No, there. and there was a fair bit of, there was some research that I wanted to do that I didn't do because I was binge watching Netflix. <laughs> so yeah, sorry about that everyone. Mrs. Berry. This is from Gabrielle. We never found out why the eyebrows were shaved off. The story oh. evolved into something else, and I am on tender hooks. <laughs> also, it is currently shark time, and I'm eating everything that's not nailed down. Can anyone come, anyone come up with a scientific explanation for this? I'm just going to hand this straight over to you. What, the not eating or the shaved eyebrows? Both, Gabrielle. Uh, a scientific explanation for the shaved eyebrows. No, is... no, no. She wants a scientific explanation for why she can't stop eating when she's on her period, and she wanted to know the end story of the shaved eyebrows. Okay, so let's do the shaved eyebrows first. Um, so it was just... It was just drunken foolishness. So oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. So they initially gave him a mohawk using beard trimmers. I mean, his hair, his head, he had basically shaved like a number two or a number yep. three anyway. So, um, And then luckily someone in the dorm used to be a hairdresser. So she sort of fixed that. 
And then they were like, let's let's shave some lines in your eyebrows. And they were less lines and more four-lane highways. Like, they were just... And then, so he FaceTimed me and was like, Mom, Mom, I did something stupid. And then sort of flicked FaceTime video on. And, uh, you know, I mean, he just looked like he'd come straight out of Pentridge. And I was like, oh, dude. And he's sort of drunk. He's not getting laid like that. He's, like, drunk giggling and, you know. And... So the girls had actually filled the gaps in at that point because it was so bad. They went, no, no, no one will ever know. And they'd filled in with, you know, eyebrow pencil. And I said, okay, take the eyebrow pencil off. Let's just see how bad this is. And it was unspeakably terrible. Does he look like he's suffering from alopecia? So uh, he does now. (laughs) So... So I just went, I think you might be better just shaving them yep, all off. Starting again. Start again. And he just went, yeah, I think you're right. And then the next thing I know, he's up against the mirror, dry shaving his oh. whole eyebrows off. And I'm like going, you can't be doing this drunk and talking to me. And, you know, so, yeah. So anyway, um, they are growing back. What I think is hilarious is the next morning when everyone was having their post big night out debrief, they all just sit in the, on the floor outside their rooms, like in the dorm. God, I missed that time. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and those who are further along in paramedicine were just like, yeah, take 65 days for your eyebrows to grow back. <laughs> he was like, 65 days! Well, if you'd stuck around at uni next term, you'd probably learn that fact. Uh, can I just say, that 65 day thing is bullshit because I can get my eyebrows waxed and within three days they look like they've never been touched. So... What yeah. advice do you have for Gabrielle about eating everything during her period? I... I'm curious about what that is, but I'm I, I'm well abort, I'm well attuned to it and quite seasoned at. Uh, Can at, I tell you that menu? Um, no, not menu. Uh, Uber Eats is just it's like my drug dealer now. <gasps> really? Oh my god, it's so bad. Sometimes I'll be so starving at like two o'clock in the afternoon, and I'll get Uber Eats to deliver me a quarter chicken chip from Jungle Charlie's. <laughs> the evidence i'm like it's my oh, dirty yeah. secret yeah yeah you're just like yeah you i'm so out. hungry right now i actually could order some oh, that's hilarious mm. that's um so can we get back to you on the actual scientific explanation of why we get so ravenous when we're on our period or maybe someone actually knows elisa ann wants to know what do you do when you just couldn't give a shit about being in the office how do you motivate yourself you're asking the wrong girl Lisa <laughs> ann <laughs> Because I work for myself and Kim's currently on, um, what do they say when you're having a break? You're on... A sabbatical? Sabbatical. Is that what it's called? Yes. Um, The best thing that I used to do was I would actually get outside and I would go for a walk. But you were a big fan of getting to the office early too. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I got a lot done and then the afternoon... Before everyone starts. Yeah, and then the afternoons I'd just sit there sort of like gawping out, you know, the window and distracting everyone else. Kelly Carpenter wants to know, she's looking forward to hearing that Kim is feeling better. Oh, or not, whatever, just an update. Her. I know. Okay, do you want an update? Yes, but some make it might, short. Some... <laughs> it's not about me, it's about you. <laughs> Wounds just so doesn't care. <laughs> I just hear about it all the time. All the time, you do not Shut up. Um, no, I am, I am feeling much better what happens with me is i just keep going i keep going i do stiff upper lip and i just you know and then and then suddenly is this the poo thing or the weeping thing this is the weeping weeping thing this was the job thing sort of and the the, you know financial destitution thing and i just keep the you know and i'm like no no it's 
it's okay, the right job's gonna come along, it's, I'm doing everything right, you know, I've done it. And then just some little things happen, you know, and it yeah, just wears yeah. you down. And That thing and then, about them wanting a more experienced environmental reporter, and I'm like, the fuck? Yeah, when you've been doing it for six years, yeah. and they say, we just wanted someone who covered environmental, like, environmental, um, uh, like, law and events on an Australian scale. I was like... Uh, that's, that's your specialty. That's just what I was doing. Um, <laughs> it just sort of undid me a bit, and I did collapse into a teary mess. But this is my rule, and I've said it to I've said it before. Twenty four hours, you have twenty four hours yep. to wallow, lie on the couch, eat all the ice cream, drink all the alcohol, whatever you want to do. Like just you have twenty four hours, and then you've just got to go right. Because if you go into the second day, it drags into the third day, and then it takes a lot longer to get out. Of and then, spiral. and the next thing you know, yeah, like you you can plait the underarm hairs. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Which you can with mine. I'm going to quickly week through the last, oh, please. Um, <laughs> Nikki, so thank you, whoever that was. I am that feeling was much Kelly better. Carpenter, beautiful yeah. Kelly Carpenter. Uh, Nikki Hogan suggested hairstyles for menopause to avoid sweaty, beraggled, hot, flush hair. Well, we both got shaved hair. Just shave it off. <laughs> Just get rid of it. Um, Leanne McCoy, uh, McCoy yeah. how do I stop whining, lazy, entitled Gen Ys I work with, with actually work? Okay. It's like being at home listening to my own pathetic messes. Is it really that hard for you to do a fucking job? Let me employ and work with a hot flusher any day. You, Leanne, as soon as we have an opening here <laughs> at the hot flush, we've got our hey, girl. So I was talking to um, my beautiful friend Kira Lee the other day, and we were having this exact discussion that we just want, we just want, we're at a point in our lives where we don't even really need our job to be that important to us. Like it just has to fulfil its role in yeah. terms of give me know, the. I will give you services. I will provide this if you then pay. You know, and yeah. I just want to come into the office. I just want to do, do my that. job. I just want to do that job. I don't want the office Play politics. The I don't want to go out drinking with you all. I don't want to go out to lunch with you all. I don't. Need I will cake. eat. I will eat your birthday cake. Yeah. I will eat your birthday cake, but I don't need it. But yes, you know, we'll do that. Um, you know, and then just that's, that's all. Yeah. And then, and, and we were like, yeah, what's with all the other bullshit? Like all the, you know, the politicking and that she was telling me about a friend who just got completely shafted in a promotion by someone else who said, well, you know, we couldn't let you jump that many pay grades. Whereas that person had jumped exactly the same many pay grades into that oh, position. Oh, I'm starting to flush. Yeah. Right. What? So we it? were like, we decided we were going to set up some sort of work employment agency for like hot yeah. flushes. Oh my god! Because we, we just that. get in there, just get the fucking job done and get out. We could do it in three I hours. We could do it in seven. It doesn't matter. My Friday nights drinking with people that I work with, yeah, and then you've got to get got, home. I've got friends. How are you going to get home? I've got friends. <sighs> you know. Anyway, I just want to come home, on. take the bra off, and okay, Lisa asks. We've got two to go. Lisa asks. Aldi checkout. Aldi checkouts. Friend yep. or foe? I don't shop at Aldi, so I don't know. I went into the one at Monavale on the weekend because they had old people memory foam back seats for the car of which I bought one and more on that later and one also for my office chair in the house, in my house because hashtag old and clearly some sort of you know perimenopausal arthritis is setting in um anyway I went in and they've clearly they've zhushed it up and I'm like I'm coming back here I'm going to do a shop here and see if, see just how much cheaper it is than Woolies 
Because so it's better. It's better than it used so to be. So you didn't answer her question at all. Oh, the trolley thing at the no, end. No, the Aldi checkouts friend or foe. I don't know because I've only oh, been once. So what happens is you load everything. Their conveyor belts are really long and you load it all on and then the guy just, or the girl, just swipes it through back into your trolley. So it all just goes, and you can try and keep up with him and package it. Sounds into stressful. Well, if you're me or Eden Riley, then it becomes like a Hunger Games sort of like you know death match and you're like you're not going to fucking beat me or you can just go yeah just chuck it all back in the trolley i'm going to wheel it over there and then i'll put it in my bags and off i'll go so it's really do you know what i reckon it's probably driven by where you are in your cycle <laughs> so when you're pre-menstrual like like it did just be game on bitches and then the rest of the time you're just like yeah oh yeah whatever nah, sounds too stressful i can i do not go to like self-service checkouts ever because they drive oh, my Rob anxiety doesn't through. Yeah, and like Rob yells doing at them. someone out of a job. Yes. Okay. And the last one, Sarah has got crazy itchy scalp, and it's not nits. How do I get rid of it? Change your shampoo. Change your shampoo. Shave your head. Um, mm. It's the heat. It's the heat, Sarah. We blame it all on the heat. We blame everything on the heat, darling. We're um, going to have a quick break. Oh yeah, just a quick, just a quick update. The reason that we're also ravenous oh, okay. when we've we'll done some period research here. Who's is, this for? This is, is basically the is hormone changes where, during the menstrual cycle. Gabrielle, this is for you. And it will lead to you to crave foods that are high in carbohydrates and or sugar. I feel like pretzels. Oh god, I love pretzels. I love pretzels. Um, do you think there's going to be some good food at this book launch no, tonight? No, they're really scabby at book launches at the moment. Oh, well, yeah. that's disappointing. Remember at my book launch, they had like two bottles of warm wine and a cheese plate from Aldi. Oh. Yeah. We might have to have something before. but We'll we... go to Bart Junior. Okay. But mm. we will have to take a quick break and we'll see you on the other side. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was our quickest break ever. You know what we did? We just went and... Filled a glass of wine and got some pretzels. I know. Welcome back to the Hot Flush, well, uh, the world's premier podcast for the perimenopausal and the um, most popular uh, podcast in the world. Yeah, for those living and dead. Yes, and pets. Pets. Apparently, we're big on the pet scene. Oh. Going to now look at one of the things that I'm very passionate about: sport. <laughs> sport. No. Um. What is the one thing you're looking forward to? I'm going to jump in first and say, my mum, God love her, has decided that she no longer wants to spend money on material things for us for our birthdays and Christmases, which I am all like, I'm over that. Absolutely. Yep, that's, Don't um... give me a fucking bath bomb, thanks. <laughs> but she gave me and my two sisters and all our husbands tickets to the Book of Mormons, which we are going to see on Friday night. We're all going to meet up and have dinner. And isn't that a lovely present? That is Awesome. Now I don't even know what it's about, and I've deliberately not gone and searched for it. But I've no I've heard it's quite naughty and mm. funny and hilarious mm. and hugely popular. So I don't want to go and do any research because no, I don't want to go in. I just want to go with no expectations. Yeah. And just a tenner on. Yep. A tenner <laughs> pad. And see what happens. Yeah. I'm going in April. Oh, good. Yes, we're when going it, in April. So what? What are you looking forward to in the next week or two? Uh, the next week or two. Scotland. Um. Okay, this is... Okay, don't take this the wrong way, dear listeners. Oscar's, Oscar's going on a camp next week mm -hmm. at Camp Kedron, which is actually a Christian camp up our way. 
Because um, you're so Christian. Because very devout. Um, <laughs> and um, But they run, every year they do a camp for those with additional needs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they have suitable um, God-fearing young adults who support I'm all about the God-fearing young adults around my teenagers. That's yeah. That's the ideal. Yeah. And Hopefully so he, off. he's going to that from Monday to Thursday and... I am hanging out for that like a coke addict is looking for its next next hit. Is that death by a thousand questions taken out of the equation of everyday life? Yeah. I can see why you would be looking forward to that. You know I love Oscar as one of my own. Oh. He know. is like the ray of sunshine. Yeah. He is the, one of the best people I've ever been yeah. lucky enough to There make. is not a mean, cruel he is body, divine. bone in his body. Divine. But, you know, if you are the parent of... a you know, child or a young adult with a disability or special needs. And not just your everyday run-of-the-mill special needs. No. Like there's different levels. It's yeah. quite high, even though he's doing so amazing. And he's just well. gorgeous, but it, it'll it just be nice. Quiet. It'll be quiet. It'll be quiet. And yeah. it's sometimes it's nice to be quiet. Um, and really, oh, I'm picking Felix up on Thursday. He's coming home for school holidays so or uni holidays. So I'm, I am very much looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really the next, that's about, like, yeah, I don't have anything, I was really quite looking forward to today, like, to see you and mm-hmm. do this and, and go to the book launch, like, I And I must say that. that Meg McKell has been in touch with me and she's so excited to have you at her writing retreat. I know. In Tasmania, and I am going to go to one because they look amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's what we're, we were looking forward to. Um, every fucking night, as I said, like, I'm obsessed with, um, Uber Eats. Um, and I'm justifying it to all the family. Look, this costs $25 for this massive Lebanese platter. If I went and bought all of those things, it's going to cost me $50, plus two hours in the kitchen and, and stuff like that. Um, but last night we had spag bowl. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of what I have actually cooked lately. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good, but you, you, you did the homemade hamburgers. What's your secret? Homemade hamburgers. Um, my secret is when I make things like hamburgers or bolognese, or like a Mexican a bit mince, of sweat, along with the sweat and the tears, <laughs> you know, just I don't know, hormonal, you know, just angst. <laughs> I make I make a shitload, and that's a technical term. And then I freeze it like a kilo, but easy, yeah. Mm. So hamburgers, like I'll even do like two kilos of mince and make them. So do you put them raw into the freezer? Yep. Oh my god, life hack. Yeah. We just high fived. And so, yeah. And so that's amazing. Just, yeah. And then they're just great. there. And so you can just sort of pull them so, out at lunchtime. Yeah. And we don't, and then, um, same thing with like. Tell know, me you don't use lettuce instead of buns. Uh, do I look? <laughs> do I physically embody someone who would be using lettuce instead of buns? The naked burger? Oh, it's oh. not a burger. See, you, again. If you are listening to this podcast and you use lettuce instead of bread for your hamburgers, you are no longer welcome. And do you know what? That's not a hamburger. Do you want to know what that is? That's a risol with salad. It makes me so cross. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's cauliflower rice no. is not rice. Speaking of rage, I don't know if you read my blog today because you're very busy, but I talked about something... Something bad happened to me yesterday morning, I saw which your... I'm not going to go into because it's private and personal, but <laughs> I came home and I was in a rage. No, I was getting 
worried and then when worried it makes me anxious stressed yep. and i don't want to go down that path yep. so i channeled it into rage right and i got angry about the thing that's healthy mm. and um so then i thought i need a project to tackle to get my teeth into to really bloody get some i went into horatio's room with a garbage bag oh how full was the garbage bag the garbage bag was totally full oh god is there anything more satisfying a garbage bag with a fucking washing basket i've got all my crockery and cutlery back <laughs> i wiped everything down i threw out a garbage bag full of shit like i was just emptying drawers that might have been very important things like usb cables i didn't care i rage cleaned that room for an hour and then i was like on a natural high afterwards rage cleaning it's a thing what do you think no i'm i'm so on board and so on board because you actually clean things better than you normally would i can't believe the response i've got from my story today one woman said that like when she gets angry she gets into the bathroom and she fucking polishes those piles until like they're basically back to like the original source of sand <laughs> i loved it because i was so good because i was a bit nervous about writing it because last time i wrote about cleaning up one of the boys room i was a lot of backlash people saying you're making a rod for your own back mrs luke he should be doing it yourself she should just shut the door no it was my therapy and it was yep. free yeah exactly rage yeah. clean rage clean it's a real thing oh yeah the other thing the other thing that can be just as effective as the rage clean is the speed clean when you have people coming over and you've already been out and so stuff hasn't been done. Okay, okay. got a call from Mr. Byer, Dwyer. He's bringing round a buyer. Yeah. The kitchen looked a freight from that little dude outside. Yeah. Although I felt like sickly, I had to clean it quickly, spray and wipe all purpose. Yeah, love it. There's a, um, a certain amount of adrenaline that comes with the oh speed Oh, my clean. God, yeah. And the thing is, is you do it, and then the people come and then you yeah. clean up after everyone's been here and you've still got this spotless house. And so the things that you would have done over a week, it's all been done. I just start at the front door with, again, a laundry basket and I work my way through and I put it in the study. Done. But can I tell you something that pisses me off about cleaners and houses and yes. all that shit? When you go to a friend's house, right? Yeah. And they go, oh, sorry about the mess. And you're looking around. Going, where's all your stuff? And it makes me want to throw bookcases over and then go and like just do that across the kitchen table and oh, yeah. like do you know what I mean? Oh. And people who've got a beautifully spotless house roll around in it, roll own around it. it, be proud. Don't go. Oh, sorry, it's a bit of a mess. Well, Sh wow. shut up. Yeah, I would. They're on if, the list too. If you're a listener <laughs> and you have a house that's spotless, but you apologise for its state. You're, you're also dismissed. You're also now in the naughty corner with those who make hamburgers and use lettuce instead, instead of bread, bread. rolls. Oh. Or will try and convince their family that cauliflower rice is just as good as rice. It's not. It's not. Can we talk a bit about fashion? Yes. What's the latest thing that you've bought? You've, you've trotted in some very fancy earrings tonight. Do you want to tell us a bit about those? Yes. So those fancy earrings came about when, remember when Oscar's graduation was happening and from the school of awesome yes and the wasband was with the new bird and and, so. and i was and i was with rob but i was like i am not going to this event looking like you know um uh, the wreck of the hesperus yes the wreck of the hesperus do you know about the wreck of the hesperus yes yeah. mm, it was my boat yes it was my fifth grade teacher used to say this, this room is filthy it's like the wreck of the hesperus and i always call myself the wreck of the hesperus and the boys go what's that and i go go look it up because that's what my fifth grade teacher told us to do I think I was probably the only one in the class that did. Of course you did, prefect. Yeah, hashtag prefect. Um, 
and earrings oh the earrings and so i was determined you know and that was when i um did very well and lost like 14 kilos um basically from not eating a lot yeah just not eating a lot actually and then having a lot of sex but anyway um and i bought these gorgeous earrings but they're quite heavy they're tassels um you'll see them on my instagram feed this evening and so they do start to pull on my earlobes to a point where I go, these could actually make holes in my ears, like those, you know, crazy youth of today. Oh, the baristas. Who, uh, you know, have like a bolt or something through their earlobe that then yeah. leaves a big hole. The baristas. Isn't that a silly dalliance of, you know, young adulthood that you grow to re grow to regret? It's a bit like belly button piercing. Is it? Oh, I don't know. Tongue piercing, maybe. I'm looking up tracks. Tell me this. Why would you get a tongue piercing, except for the fact that I do know apparently in sexual activities it's incredibly yuck, good. Yuck, um, <laughs> Danger, <laughs> danger. It doesn't, you can't talk properly. Like, it affects how you speak. So why would you do that? I don't what? know. I don't know. I'm huh. too busy looking up tracks. What are you looking up? Um, okay, so in fashion, there's a couple of things that are coming out at the moment. There's a big swing back towards tweed jackets. And I have opinions, Kim. Do you? What are they? Tweed jackets. Yeah. Jackets made of tweed. Yeah. Like I'd wear one. But you're not a country squire. <laughs> well, you I know. Quite, you have green hair. But I'd quite like, I quite fancy pretending I was. What would you wear your, your tweed jacket <laughs> with? Um, a, a skinny jean and a knee-high boot. And what then an Afghan hound at your heel? Oh yeah. And maybe a maybe a riding crop. Just like just through the seat, just to Chatswood Chase. No, no. <laughs> Chatswood Chase is full of tweed jackets now and the rugby season is upon us and I just know that I'm gonna start throwing red paint on people that are wearing tweed oh, jackets. Tweed. Are they going you to know I'll be wearing a tweed jacket in two weeks, don't you? I do. Um leather patches. Do they have leather no. patches? No, they're just tweed. My beautiful stepfather. May he rest in peace. That was his signature. It was actually, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, he used to wear up to his solicitor's office. He's a country solicitor. Every day he'd wear a blue shirt and a tweed jacket with leather patches on the elbows. God, love him. So maybe I do need one. Oh. Oh, and the other thing I needed to... No, do you know what I want this season? I want a bomber jacket. I want a khaki bomber jacket. Because oh, you really want to amp the lesbian <laughs> yeah. look up. Yeah. No, that's a little bit stereotypical. I take that back. There is an amazing leather jacket oh, at the God, moment I love in a leather of jacket. all places, Suzanne. It is the most amazing leather jacket. Put wow. down on. I, I will link to it. Hang on, let me Ooh. just write this down. Suzanne, Suzanne, and it's, and it's not faux leather. No, you're gonna chill out five hundred big ones for it. Oh, fuck. I don't know if I could do that at Suzanne. I'd want to go somewhere fancy to pay that. I love Suzanne. I haven't been into Suzanne for. I don't know, three years. I love Suzanne. Um, and the other thing I wanted to talk quickly, I was at Country Road the other day and my old track, my writing, you will know this if you're a writer or a blogger, there are certain outfits that make you write better and mine was a pair of drop crotch grey Country Road tracky pants, right? Mm -hmm. They just were the pants of power. And then the, um, during sh <laughs> Shark Week one week, we oh. had to let them go, right? I'm not going to go into details about that, but... So I went to Country Road and I looked at these trackies and I was like, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be powerful for me in my writing. They were speaking to you. Mm, and they were 110 bucks and I was like, uh, yeah, that's a lot of words I have to write to make up for those pants. <laughs> so then I went into 
Kmart and yes. I found these ones. Which I commented on earlier before you'd eat And any. I will link it to everyone. I've got them See, too I want big. them. I've got them too big. What size are they? 16. Okay. Um, I'm going to buy like three pairs of those. Yeah, they come them. in green, grey, black, navy. They're a, a drop crotch cuffed. Um, I really, I'm really soft happy pants, with those. And they were $15. Who's the idiot now? Country Road. I'm really happy with so those. So I will um, link them up onto the Facebook page. In case I might just be heading over to. Uh, <laughs> in case you're after a pair of soft pants. God, I love a soft pan. I do too. Um, you wanted to talk, and I have no interest, but you wanted to talk about the Commonwealth Games, Kim. <laughs> over to you. I just had a little sleep. No, because I, I thought you'd be all over it. No. Not at all. Not really? I don't know why I thought. I thought you would be like a just having it on in the background and watching all the, you know, teary, oh, thanks, I'm thanks for oh, my mum. And... I have the clairvoyant show on the background now. <laughs> oh, well, I don't really have anything to report. But I did Because like I missed it. the opening games, the opening ceremony. I heard some people belly aching about it oh, being cliche. And God. I'm like, do you know what I think about that? Fuck oh, off. If you want to change it, get in there and volunteer. Exactly. Are you in the arena? The scale of what they have to do, hmm. the number of people and organisations and cultures and everything else they have to adhere to, adhere to, and not offend and not like. I, I reckon it should be a bit cliched. It should be a bit kitschy, and then it should have elements where you do go, "Oh my god, wow!" As well as sort of going, "Oh god, really?" But seriously, that's what it is. But, but that's the opening ceremony. What about these kids who actually? Competing, who've been doing it since they're four, and their mothers yeah. been driving to the pool for many years. That's yeah. actually what we should be thinking of. But I must say, I did love it when they ran the big long race. I don't know, call them all the big long race. And then one of the um, <gasps> and the three Australian girls, the three waited. Australian waited, and everyone else walked off. And the strict. I know. Can you explain? I've got goosies now. I don't get all mushy. Get mush. Some big race yesterday, and there was you know a runner who was actually two laps behind. The, the, the next, you know, the, she was two laps behind the entire race and it had finished. And when you finish at these things, you have to leave the track because, you know, these things are quite fast moving and so the next race is coming in and you've got to... Everyone left except the three Australian runners <laughs> and they just waited on the track and they cheered her on. And they hugged her. And then she finished and they all hugged her and, you know, congratulated her. And, and you know what? If that was, if one of those girls had been my kid. Uh, look. I know, same. Goosies. Oh, God, we're so predictable. Uh, um, You wrote down here parent-teacher interview and then you scraped it out. Oh, because honestly. It's so boring, it's isn't so it? It's so boring. And Bored now. Uh, can I just give you what, five seconds of what happens at ours? You get spat out five minutes. It's speed dating. It's the most stressful thing. They have this big, like, Chinese gong and gong. And then you, like, have a heart attack and I ran around and saw four teachers and they all said, oh, yeah, he's great. And yeah, what can, you tell, what can you tell a parent in five minutes unless there's something really wrong? Like, you know, your kid's fucked. Like, that doesn't take that long. Yeah, and but, go, yeah I know. Tell me something I do. Yeah, do. it's just such a... It's well, just, thank God ugh. we didn't have that oh, conversation. Just a moment. Back to the Commonwealth Games. Because that was so interesting. Ian Thorpe. I love him. So do I. But I've got I'm looking at activewear because Kim and I are doing this. Oh, um, we need to, no. That's that's an, we're going to come back to that. What okay. the fuck is that? Oh, that's bras. Oh, I didn't even know what we that was. We need a matching outfit. We really got to rein in this potty mouth. Um, so 
Ian Thorpe. I love him. I think, you know, he grew up in the public spotlight. I love him too. And, you know, and he's done amazing things, like in terms of the bullying stuff and... Oh, he's and, Yeah, all that sort of stuff, right? What about that? That is hideous. Okay. But do you think he's, like, really good fun? Or do you think he's, like... Yeah, he's too media-managed. Do you think he's just the insufferable bore that he sort of comes across as, like, in his sort of media performances? I just said I loved him, and then I said, nah, he's too media-managed. <laughs> I'm allowed to do that. Mm. I'm allowed to change my mind. I sort of just want him to not be so... You know what? We don't need him to be anything. No, we don't. Mm. No, we don't. No. We actually really like him. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's all it is. That's all it is. Let's not pick people's hearts. He's just Ian Thorpe. He's just trying to do what he's trying to do. He's just trying to do his job. He's trying to be him. We've corrected ourselves here. Oh, Not always right, are we? No. Um, Okay. Uh, What have you been... Have you been binge-watching anything lately? Uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Ah, uh, okay. Is it good? Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> I adore it. <laughs> um, what happened with the guy who gets really red in the face? Oh, he's then... still in there. Kira picked him last night. And so, and she really liked him, but then someone else arrived. And oh, she he was awful. Daniel, and... he was the Canadian. And he was like, I'm going to spread my man seed and see what mm. goes. No. Yeah. He really said that? He said that. He said man seed. I'm going to spread my man eggs. His man eggs. And see what grows. What? He got booted off last night. I've got to tell you, I was very proud of the Aussie chicks last night on that show because they were like, yeah, you're a dickhead. Wow. Mm. My man eggs. Man eggs. It makes me feel a bit nauseous even saying it. Oh. Darling, what's the time? Because I need to have a shower. Oh, we're okay. 4.36. Um, I'm binge watching a show on Stan and it's called Friday Night Dinner. And it's about a Jewish family. It's English. Oh, that would, that, I'm already interested. And it's a Jewish family yeah. on a Friday night and there's two sons. And one of the sons is the guy who wears glasses from the in-betweeners, mm-hmm. um, which is another uh, um, like awesome British comedy um, about teenage boys. Very funny. Anyway, it is really worth it. There's four seasons. There's about six episodes in each season. Each episode's about half an hour. And it's just very funny and silly and just a really great show where you just don't have to think very much, but it's fun. Um, the, is that what they are? The, yep. drop, the drop crotch joggers. Okay, I'm going to pop the, uh, the the soft pant of preference for Can the, I try autumn, the autumn winter uh, collection of um, the hot flush fashion picks. <laughs> um... Now, and the other thing I was going to say, uh, oh no, I think, uh, no, that's about it really. Oh, I do have to tell the story about how last Friday when I was a complete mess and I didn't yeah. get his job and I was crying and then I, I cried on Grover in the morning when he was riding to school because his helmet straps on his bike helmet were all twisted and I tried to fix them and he was just sort of looking at me, like no special anything, just sort of looking and we were doing this thing and he was just so... He just, I just looked at him and I was like, oh my God, like you were just adorable. And so then burst of tears and then he cried because I was crying and and then he got home and evening went on and Rob rang and I was crying on him and Grover came over and gave me a big hug and and then I sort of got off the phone from Rob and, and he said, I'm just going for a bike ride. And I was like, oh, okay. And and I gave had a joke with him that he was actually going down, driving to the 7, riding to the 7-Eleven and what was he going to buy and 
And he came back and I was, you know, and, and then I heard rustling. And I said, what'd you get? And he turned around and he bought me a bunch of red roses. A bunch of red roses from my 10-year-old, from his own money. That is adorable. So That made me cry too. My little, you know, my little, my little man who was called the Turdinator and could scream for, if he could scream for 10 minutes, he'd scream for 10,000. And that yeah, is so sweet. He's coming good. Raising and me. then, and then Horatio bought you red roses. Well, there's a story behind that now, I found out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the owner said, take these home for your mum. Yeah. <laughs> so Horatio comes home with uh, two dozen red roses and a bunch of gerberas. And he goes, here you go, mum. I love you. And I was like, oh, my God, can you look? Look, my son also bought me flowers. But he just finished up the shift on a Saturday and they're all going to go in the bin. So... Yeah, not quite as nice. You're still special. I am. You're still loved. So special that we're going to have to love you and leave you right we now. Are. Because we're going into the city. We're going out. We're going out. We don't ever go out, but we're going to a trendy bar to have a drink that we can't explain why we've spent $25 on it. And then we're going to our friend Kerry Sackville's book launch. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of The Hot Flush. Um, what do we say at the end of every episode? Uh, just keep plucking. <laughs>